0: it's time you know of just what you could do if you love you then watch how you transform it's time you know of just what you could do if you
1: Giving you a little taste right there of A Soul. That song is called Why. Have you listened to the words of this song? You know, she's talking about how if we could just look at ourselves differently, you know, what we could really accomplish. It's so good. So it's called Why, just the letter Y, and that's A Soul. You can check her out on uh, iTunes. Her stuff is streaming, yeah a mural soul e-i-m-a-r-a-l-s-o-l and her new album is called soul soliloquies i love it i just like her vibe she's on social media too so you can follow her there and you can check out her website too i like that it's called why welcome to respect my crown the third season hello season three you know good things happen in threes right you know Three is like a powerful number. Um, I'm ready for this season. We have some incredible women who are going to be coming through the podcast and they're just gonna blow your mind. Just be prepared to be inspired and encouraged and motivated in this season. Are you ready for today's guest? Our very special guest today is Dr. Shalonda Crawford. She is a wife, a mother of six, how did i not even know this <laughs> look, look i'm still over here trying to lose my baby my baby fat from uh my daughter she's 12 and you over here looking <laughs> that's 22. i don't know what's going on here she is also a co-pastor alongside her husband pastor shep crawford of the experience christian ministries which is located in south los angeles she is founder of women breaking free a very impactful women's conference in Los Angeles, now in their sixth year. I had the honor of speaking at this event last year, which was amazing. Uh, Dr. Crawford is also a highly sought-after psychologist and a phenomenal woman. Welcome to the show, Dr. Crawford. How are you?
0: Wow, man, I'm good. I'm trying to live up to all of that stuff you just said. Wow, thank you. (laughs) You are doing it. You
1: are doing it. Dr. Crawford, when I feel like I can't accomplish something because of the obstacles that are in my way or goals seen unobtainable or unreachable, sometimes I surf the internet and I look for stories that I can read of people who have achieved what I'm trying to do, or maybe they've overcome the odds to become successful. And you have your own story, you know, having a, a child at the
0: age of 15. And in my 20s, I found myself, you know, a rape victim, raped by a pastor who was also a musician. There's so much to say, JJ. Okay. There's so yeah, much to I, say. Um, I know. mean, looking forward, I'm I'm married to a pastor who is a musician. So what was that about at the time? Um, so literally, I, I went through my years of wilding out. Of low self-esteem, insecurity. So when I sit with people, it's with you know a genuine care and compassion to push forward the process of healing, in the way that I'm Mm -hmm. in my own process of healing. Not to judge you, because who am I to judge you? I've been there at some point, shape, form, or fashion, right? So yeah, Yeah. it all works
1: together. That that empathy helps to um, absolutely. helps, you know, with your clients and feeling that this is a very safe space for you to share because you know your own, your own story. That's amazing. Yeah. Uh, that you had spent some time in the uh, entertainment industry, you know, uh, before going into ministry, what caused you to choose a different path?
0: Happening is so much bigger than a punishment. Now, of course, it took me two seconds to be yanked out of that and into the reality that life is getting ready to change completely. But um, like everything else, having a child and working through everything that came along with having a child um, grew me up and it grew me up quickly. Um, I was determined that I was not gonna be a stat. (laughs) I'm not gonna be a statistic. I'm not gonna drop out of high school. I'm I'm gonna be able to do this. And it was only possible because of the support that I had from my family. My mother, she is absolutely incredible. My grandmother is incredible. Um, Eventually, um, my son, I had a son, my son's father, did not stick around and was not supportive but thank god for my dad that you know was able to be um a father figure and with that um support system i was able to finish high school and at that time i did go on and and complete a couple of years of college i took a long hiatus before going back but um yeah, I had a, an idea of what I wanted my life to be. I had an idea of who I wanted to be, and none of that was going to, I was determined that those things were not going to stop me from being my idea of me. <laughs> I <had> our first <laughs> yeah. child, and I decided there's no way I can be on the road. I have to be a mom again Um, and there are there are almost 18 years between my first and second child and I'm like I want to do this I want to do this differently (laughs) yeah yeah
1: yeah Yeah. so I'm like okay
0: how about if I go back to school and finish you know that degree that I started years ago and it started that way and then you know I every every time I was able to accomplish one mission I had something else that I wanted to build on it with, you know? So, yeah.
1: You're such an yeah. inspiration. It's like, okay, we're going to bust out this baby. We're going to keep going. We're going to keep going. We're going to go back to school. I, like, I'm always amazed when I see women having kids and doing and school at the same time because being a mom is just one whole job, right? There, <laughs> you know, um, yeah. being a wife is a whole job, right? And then going to school that's another job. And you know, how did you find the balance? Or is okay, oh, hey,
0: so, so the saga continues, okay? So, as I said, <laughs> I have my son at 15, um, I got married. Um, and so I brought my son into the marriage. My husband had two children, a son and a daughter. So when we got married, we had a blended family. So there were three kids between the two of us. So then in 2006, I had my daughter. In 2007, I had another daughter. And then in 2008, I had my son. <laughs> so literally, um, three kids, three years in a row. And I was in school and again, I didn't stop. I kept going and I have to say, this is crazy. I did it with the support of my husband because he had to really hold it down while I was in school. But then there is the, there was, there was, you know, some tough struggle there too, because during that time, it was during the time that I was pregnant with my last son that our marriage was dark and struggling and we were here I am you know two babies one more on the way the three that we had already so at this time we have five lives and one on the way and our marriage is completely completely like in the dumps and I'm like do we continue down with this marriage because I'm not sure if this is going to work and you know, that's tough stuff to deal with. Now, again, yeah. hindsight is twenty twenty, but you know, we're we're my husband and I are in the best place that we could possibly be in at this time. But at that time it was rough. And so I'm managing school, kids, marriage, and I'm keeping my head on because again, I have an, an idea of who I am and I wanna meet the idea of who I am. And yes. yeah, that's how I kind of kept the light on. It was a lot of midnight oil, but the light was on.
1: <laughs> <laughs> As we prepare for the new year, I'm super excited to be working with a friend of mine. Her name is Andrea Wise Brown, and we're doing this project called the 2020 experience. So I'm asking women that I know, if you take a look right now at this year, What are you deciding to leave behind this year that will not hold space for you in 2020?
0: I'm not hanging on to my idea of failure. Um, And Mm -hmm. I say that because, you know, it doesn't matter how successful you are become. There's always something you're striving for. And I have something that I'm striving for. And I haven't. And, you know, I have many attempts but haven't achieved it. There's a particular test that I want to pass. And yeah. I've been moving towards that test, taking that test, retaking that test, and I have not been able to pass that test. And sometimes I have to embrace, you know, first of all, remember the successes and know that the test is not who I am. It's it's not my being, it's my doing. And separating you know, being and doing. You know, the things I do are not necessarily who I am. So failure is not me. I'm not a failure. I've just not been able to pass the test. So I have to be able to leave those kinds of negative thoughts behind me mm-hmm. and find a way to embrace them. And that's yeah. that's my goal for 2020. Is to it, embracing my failures is all about further um, embracing who I am as a whole, because I am my successes and my failures.
1: Yes, yes, that's so good, that's so good. Um, one one thing I've been reminded of in the past couple of years is the importance of trusting your intuition. Um, do you know of a time in your life where maybe you didn't trust your intuition on something that you wish you should have
0: countless times girl every time (laughs) i find myself you know it's funny because intuition is a real thing there's always something whispering in the back of your mind this isn't going to be the best we always find Mm -hmm. a way to rationalize it and move forward you know i mentioned uh, everything that I've mentioned that I, every little time that I found myself in a rut, I had a feeling I should have done something different. Or let's just say I, it wasn't an intuition. I just flat I knew that I should have been doing something different. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes it's not even that divine or spiritual. It's just common sense. Yeah. But um, like I will, yeah, I will point to the rape situation and it is a rape situation. Um, for me, it was very difficult to um at, to talk about it for a long time and to find to make my own peace in it because I was older when it happened, so I felt like I should have known better and in many ways, mm. I did and there was the still voice. this person um was a pastor and musician, and at the time I was really trying to be a singer. And the record label had connected me with this person. And I was afraid that, you know, my dream career was going to go down the tubes if I didn't follow through with this, you know, lead that they mm. had given me or this connect that they had connected me with. But I did not have a good feeling. And several times, and it would, I came closer mm. and closer to danger. And each time, more and more ignoring that that gut instinct, the intuition, until i came until I came to that dreaded that dreaded incident, that dreaded experience, so for me, not only mm. was it um a rape, but the rape um ended up in a pregnancy, and I made another decision on the back of that, which was an abortion. I had like a lot of things going on and a lot of things to reconcile with all along the way. Yeah. Is there a voice, yes. Is there guilt? Yes, is there shame? Yes, um, were there yeah. secrets? yes, um, but today, no guilt, no shame, no fear of judgment of other people, and um I believe you know we like you say, social media, we put on these wonderful shining faces, but I believe we're more of you know i don't know an influence an inspiration if people are aware. You see me today, you like what you see, then let me tell you what's behind what you see because I think that's more of an inspiration than a, a a perfect person, which we all know oh, yeah. doesn't exist.
1: Is there a scripture or a quote that you go to when you need encouragement or you're going through a tough time? Like what's
0: what's the scripture that pushes you through? Well, there are there are actually three scriptures that I rotate, given the circumstance, depending on what they are. <laughs> the first one, the first one is Romans eight twenty-eight, And Romans eight twenty-eight is the one that says, you know, we all know that all things work together for the good of those who love the Lord and who have been called according to his purpose. I have to keep that in the forefront of my mind because it's the way that I reconcile every good thing and every bad thing that I've ever endured and encountered in my life when I blend the two it's how I accept myself it's the cornerstone of Christianity good and bad work together for me at the end of the day those work for me Um, when I find myself in situations that are very very difficult and I just don't know how to get through then I I'm reminded of 1 Thessalonians 517 to 19, which is, you know, pray continually and give thanks in all situations. Um, you know, this we do, you know, for God's will in in Christ Jesus. That just reminds me, you're in this, you're not in this alone, continue to pray. So people say, what is pray continually? For me, it's just continually acknowledging that you're with me, which leads to my other. Because the, uh, the third one, um, which is Isaiah 41:10, and these are all very you know I think popular scriptures but fear not the Lord is always with me do not be dismayed um, God is my strength and he will help me he will hold me up with his righteous right hand so in scary situations when mm-hmm. I don't know how I'm gonna make it I don't see a way out I'm back in the corner this seems impossible Lord, I'm putting this in your hands, and I'm going to stand on your word. So those are the three scriptures to me that I can pretty much apply to most of my situations.
1: I love it. Those are good. I, I too, um, always lean on uh, Romans 8.28 because I, it's just, you have to remind yourself when it looks chaotic, it's still going to work out to his good. Like <laughs> it don't look like it at all. And it's what I do know is it is work out. <laughs> yes. You know, your um your hubby, Pastor Shep, he's he closed out Nipsey Hustle's funeral a few months mm-hmm. ago. And many people around the world who had no clue of Nipsey Hustle or, you know, his music, um actually learned so much about him and the legacy that he's left for for generations to come generational wealth it was a big thing for nipsey um advocating change for the community economic development so many things that he left behind for us to to think about and to encourage us to take action uh what is the legacy that you want to leave behind
0: you know, for me, I, obviously, I'm a big proponent of um, mental health, obviously. Um, I'm also um, just an ambassador for peace um, and unity and for the overall well-being of, of people. And at the end of the day, it's embracing, you know, who we are, who we are as a people, Um, coming together. And it goes along with generational wealth, but generational peace and unity. There's so much stigma for mental health and violence within our own community. Those two things I would like to bridge together for healing. People are hurting. And I think, you know, a lot of it has to do with mental health, but a lot of it also has to do with all kinds of oppression on the other side so there's two agendas for me well three agendas for me there's the mental health um the stigma of mental health i want to do what i can to reduce the stigma specifically in the black community specifically where the church can be a staple and help at the same time um i do black lives matter yes all lives matter but i'm an african-american person i am a black person i want the violence, black on black crime, black, blue, brown. I want to be able to make a difference there. I want peace. I want unity for generations. If we can come together, we actually can achieve generational wealth, as you, as you um, pointed out. And again, I think the church is a trusted staple in the black community that can be a pillar for change in the black community. And I want to be a, a part of that on the, third prong there's healing there's healing and wholeness that we need to accomplish and we can do that if we can integrate all aspects of ourselves first in christ and again the church is the staple for healing and wholeness and we do that with truth and honesty and a recognition of who christ is and i think all three pieces can be achieved And I I just definitely believe that the church is um, an intricate piece in all three, at least my assignment, my mission, my goal, my calling involves the church in all three aspects. My husband is very passionate about these social issues as well, the well-being of people. So together, we're team cross, trying to make a dent in these huge agendas for the well-being of people. Yeah. Oh, I
1: love it. I want to thank you for just taking your time out to be a part of this podcast and sharing your experiences. It's how we grow. It's how we learn. I I really appreciate your transparency. Um, A big thing for me is just getting women particularly because I am a woman to just find their voice and to not be afraid of sharing Regardless of what people think, regardless of the judgment that people put on you, you know, your truth is your truth. I like to leave the podcast with having my guests fill in the blank for this affirmation. Very big on Uh affirmations. I don't know if there's an, an affirmation that you may tell yourself, but it's I am, and then you fill in the blank.
0: I am the power source for my life and my story. When I tell my story, I take the power out of anyone else's version of my story. So let me rephrase and refine that a little more. Through Christ, I am the power source of my story. I am the best version of my story. Yes, yes, okay. Where can people follow you, uh, Dr. Crawford? Well, I'm on social media, darling. I'm on Instagram, <laughs> Shalonda Catrice. I'm on Facebook, Shalonda Catrice. I'm on Twitter, Shalonda Catrice. It's all Shalonda Catrice. S-H-A-L-O-N-D-A-K-A-T-R-I-C-E. That's where you'll awesome. find me. And then we can follow the church, too. What's the church? The church is the Experienced Christian Ministries, aka ECM. And we're on social media too. Instagram is the real ECM, of the real underscore ECM, and um, on Facebook, the Experienced Christian Ministries dash ECM. Shep Cross, we we're we're all there. We're there. Anthony Shep Cross, yes, find That's right. Tell him I said what's up. I'm gonna tell <laughs> him. To him. I'm gonna tell <laughs> him. So, what the you love from Team Croft.
1: Thank you so much for tuning in to Respect My Crown, the podcast. I am Jillian JJ Simmons and Respect My Crown is a community designed to support women who desire to step into the abundance that awaits them. We know that right now is the time to manifest our visions, to realize our dreams and to accomplish our goals. Respect My Crown is simply a support system that encourages women to deepen in spirituality, sisterhood, accountability and service. You can listen to our other podcasts. If you have missed out on season one and two, you can go to respectmycrown.com. You can check out our books, our products, and what events we may have coming up. And um, join our newsletter too when you're on the website so that you can keep up to date on what we have going on and how you can be a part of it. Once again, I'm Jillian JJ Simmons, and this is Respect My Crown, the podcast.